Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR to sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. We got the full squad here to talk about, uh, I don't know if it's the worst loss of the season, but yes, maybe the most it's unacceptable. the worst loss of the season. I, I think there's two different conversations there. I agree with you that it's the most unacceptable. They didn't get blown out. It still doesn't matter. They Fucking lost to Chicago. That's for them. <laughs> Needs to be better. There's no two ways around it. Uh, the effort was just not good enough. In a hockey game against the worst team in the league, far too much of this game where Colorado is just going through the motions. They're playing hockey, but they're not winning battles. They're not doing the things you need to do to win. And so they lost. Uh, I'll do the 60-second rundown for you, and then we'll get into it. And it'll be a lot of salt and bad, I imagine. First period, the Avs give up a goal early on a horrible change and terrible defensive play. They just give up a breakaway. Francois gets beat by Lafferty. It is breakaway. Whatever. The Avs do get it back in the three to four minute stretch of the first period where they actually felt like playing hard. Uh, Erod picks up a nice rebound goal. You just throw the puck on net, crash, play simple hockey, win hockey games. And then they stop doing that. Second period, they give up a goal to Chicago almost identically to the first one. They just let a guy beat him out wide, have a bit of a weird change, another more or less breakaway. Anthony Cio on the back side ends up putting it in at 2-1. They do also get that goal back eventually uh, off a Kale McCarr wrister that really was a pretty bad goal from Mrazic to give up, but the Avs get it back to tied. Third period, they just never really turn it up. They go down 3-2. Uh, and end up losing the game after Miko has some questionable penalty stuff we'll talk about, and I didn't do it fast enough, but the Avs did tie this game up for .1 seconds, but goalie interference brings the goal back, so they end up losing 3-2. to two. Um, Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what else to tell you other than it just wasn't good enough. There are other factors here that for context of how the loss got made happened and we'll talk about, but is there anything specific to say here other than the abs? You just need more out of them. I mean, that's fucking pathetic, man. So no, (laughs) it's fucking pathetic. You don't, you don't, you don't work hard. You don't capitalize on a billion chances. This is a team that's actively trying to lose games. They don't have their best player. Patrick Kane's not even in this game, and you couldn't tell. They're giving up two-on-ones and breakaways. You look at every goal. 
It's two breakaway goals and a goal on the back door. Yep. Hey, it's a fucking it's a fucking embarrassment. It's they bad. play like dog shit. They never wake the fuck up. They don't ever do anything that's worthy of a team that that should be defending a Stanley Cup. That they're defending champions right now is a fucking embarrassment. You don't act, you don't you don't, you don't act like this. You don't play like this. Against a team with 10 wins in 39 games? It's a fucking joke. It's a waste of everybody's time. They just wasted everybody's last three hours of my life. They wasted True. their own time. They, they didn't even bother to get off the fucking bus. They didn't play hard. They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything worthy of winning a hockey game. They're not working hard. They're not winning battles. They're not capitalizing on chances. They play with no sense of urgency. They're getting punched in the face by the worst team in the league, and they're fine with it. There's no pride. There's no heart. There's no bounce back. There's nothing. This was an embarrassment to everybody. The fact that four of us have to sit here and try and put lipstick on this pig, fuck all that. Yeah, I don't think this we're putting any... should be a 10-minute podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a 10-minute podcast. This, this was a waste of time and an embarrassment to everybody. I don't think anyone's putting lipstick on this pig. I think we're spit-roasting this pig. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I don't think anyone's going to try to defend the Avs' effort in this one. Um, let's, let's start here, because this is the one thing I wanted to make sure we touched on. Avs one for 25 on their last 25 power plays. And power plays, special teams, they ebb and flow. There is some streakiness to them. But it was downright terrible tonight. I mean, genuinely, they had a four minutes of, of power play time that I... Did they get a shot on goal? Maybe one shot right at the end of that four minutes of power play at the and end of the first period? it might have been period. going wide. Newhook has the entire net to shoot at. And he shoots it right back into Peter Mrazer. Yep. And... This is that the power play is what really concerned me because that's where you saw the stagnant avalanche come out. It wasn't just, ah, you know, they're going through the motions. It was, there are four dudes on the ice doing literally nothing. And there's the guy with the puck. No one off the puck is doing anything on this power play. Can, is there at least something to take a look at with the power play and say, oh, we can change this, we can change that? Or is this someone just needs to kick the abs in the butt and tell them to start going? Yeah. The abs need to kick the abs in the ass. The abs need to decide that this, they give a shit about this. We talk about how the regular season doesn't matter and it's all window dressing for the whatever, whatever, whatever. But when you're down bad, you've lost six of seven games and they, they, you get a gift of a game against a team that truly has no intention to win. And you can't even bother to show up for that game? Chicago fans are pissed tonight, too, for real. That they <laughs> well, won this game. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they don't want to win games. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Every, every point that they get in the standings is one they don't want. Nobody goes home happy. These two teams could have had a gentleman's agreement at, the, at center ice before the game and said, Colorado, you need two points. All right, you get them. Chicago, you don't want two points. You won't get them. And that would have been, everybody would have been happy with that. Both teams would have been happy. Then they started the game. And the players on the other side said, we know we're supposed to lose. We're not interested in that shit. I, and I, the, Avs, the Avs somehow don't have a response to a 10-win hockey team. I, I genuinely am at a loss for things to say because I said it on the watch-along. It's not like, oh, you can break this down and the Avs need to do that thing, this thing better. They just need to try. If they try, I think they probably win this game. 
You saw the last 90 seconds of the game where all of a sudden the Avs had urgency and completely dominated. If they played 10 minutes of this game like that, they probably win. But they didn't. They just felt like sitting there and half-assing it, to be honest with you. And that, that's how you end up losing hockey games to the worst team in the league. I, Megan, Jesse, is, is there anything you want to get off your chest and rant about right now? Because AJ and I have been going for a minute. Megan? I... Are we going to break it down period by period? We will. Or should yeah. I just be talking? I, <laughs> I have things to say. I just well, don't know if I should say I, them now. Just pop off. On a show no, like tonight, pop off. It's it's not really popping off, though. <laughs> I don't find it acceptable to classify this as the turning point game because that was the Vancouver game in my eyes. I think this game coming on the heels so closely to that Vancouver game is why I'm especially upset with the effort tonight because I pinned the Vancouver game as the game that was meant to be rock bottom and the turning point for this team. And looking at this game tonight, I grow more concerned, not about their ability to play better. It's a mental decision to execute and play better. And I'm concerned about that side of things because they knew this after the Vancouver game needed to be the point in the season that they begin to turn things around, that effort fell short and then even this Florida game we see the ways in which effort falls short and it's too little too late there's no reason then at the start of each period in this game they are allowing goals against they're not starting any of these periods on time not just the game but the period by period basis too and that's unacceptable that there isn't a change from one period into the next that they at least come out the gate hot and that's where the mental application to apply effort isn't there for me but I think to what I tell myself when I face adversity in my personal life. And what I tell myself is that the only way out is through during difficult moments. And that's the only thing I could think to instruct the Avalanche team presently too, is that the only way out of this mess is getting through the ugly parts of their game. There are a lot right now. They need to confront them, accept them. And I think it's gonna take each and every one of them taking a hard look in the mirror and self-evaluating the amount of effort that they're applying. Because I, I don't think even some of the best players are applying enough effort. And that's not a problem that gets solved by, oh, the Evs get Landy back. Oh, the Evs get Val back. Things like, oh, they're not finishing very well. Yeah, you get two goal scorers back. Okay, you can, you can talk about how that will make the Evs better in that category. Val Nichushin getting back, back in the lineup isn't going to suddenly make the Avs go, all right, we're going to work hard now. It's time to start working hard. They just got to start working hard. The only person holding themselves back there is themselves. No two ways around it. Um, game itself, I, I kind of just want to combine Chicago's first two goals, to be honest with you, because mistakes happen in hockey games. I get it. But you get beat essentially the same way at the start of the first period and at the start of the second period. Is that just completely unforgettable? Or unforgivable, rather? <laughs> I was going to say. Unforgivable? Like, you make the mistake once and then you do it again? Especially given how you're just asking the Avs to show up and, and work at the start of the second period the way they didn't in the first. I... I is there a good answer to fixing this? Or is that just, hey, you guys suck? 
I, I was so honestly like the reason I'm inside. I'm, I'm completely unbo- unbothered by all of this. Like they're playing terribly. They're they're, they're playing poorly. The, the the details aren't refined enough. The effort isn't there. This to me looks like it's the way that Vegas looked last year. And extraordinary amount of adversity piled on early and they fought through it for a while and they they look frustrated they look overwhelmed they look like they the 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 ball has started rolling downhill and they look like they don't know how to stop it this team i've said it several times over the last uh you know couple weeks this team has had a hallmark of knowing who they are and not being shaken by moments where adversity stacks up against them because they feel confident in their process, in their systems. And right now, tonight, they look at a team that is not confident. They don't look confident in their systems at all. (laughs) In any of the... Their ability that the puck is going to go in on that uh, goal interference, they looked like they thought it was going to come back. Um, they they have gotten to a point where I, I I think they are questioning who they are, and they 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 need to find a way. And I'm not saying this needs to come through the the form of an actual break. They need to find a way to mentally reset themselves. And again, I don't mean that as time away from the rink or have the day off. But what they were so great about last year, in five minute chunks, you know let alone period to period, game to game, week to week. They were so good at turning the page. They still look frustrated about Vancouver tonight. Uh, and here's the the thing that's frustrating for me, and I imagine for fans as watching this, is they had the answer in this game. In the middle of the first period, after they're down one nothing, you see them turn it up a little bit. You see them work a little bit harder. You see them simplify the hockey game. So do you know what I actually liked about this and I stopped this game? I, and I actually stopped myself halfway through saying it because I told AJ, well, let me see how this <laughs> ends first. I actually liked the fact that they weren't having a great game, but you could tell they were like clawing to stay in it. Until they Until weren't. they didn't. Right, yeah. right. So, so that's why I was saying that to AJ. And then I was like, well, you know, if they win this game, then you say, hey, you didn't have a good game and you found a way to scratch it out. Um, but instead, it goes the other uh, right. way that where they found it, a way. It, to... it makes it almost more frustrating. Right, right, that right. You saw at times in this game, you're like, no, the Avs have it figured out. They're working hard. They're not playing their best. Erod gets a goal off of a simple play where you throw a puck to the net and Morazic was giving up juicy rebounds all night. You do that once and you say, hey, it seems like maybe they figured out how to fight through this. Right. And then you get a second period where, for the majority of it, they just get torched. Yeah. I mean, they just don't do any of the small work things that you need to do to be a successful hockey team. Yeah. It's not yeah. good. Nope. There's, there's, no, there's no world where this is a good hockey game for Colorado. There's hardly any positives I'm willing to take out of it at all. Uh but we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get yourself some. Games like this make me want to drink, that's for sure. Uh, you can go to your local liquor store, use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it near you in all of the 50 United States. 
Also brought to you by Illegal Pete's, who has happy hour from 3 to 6. If you want to go grab a drink there, they also have obviously amazing burritos with fresh ingredients and all sorts of different burritos that work with any dietary restrictions you might have. So they got you covered, whatever it is, whether it be full eat everything like me, or if you're vegetarian, vegan, if you have gluten allergies, things like that, they have you covered no matter what. So check them out. Go over to Illegal Pete's. There's one just a couple of blocks down from the bar, and there's 10 different locations here in Colorado. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Are there any positives anyone wants to throw out, or are we just we fold slamming them today? Yeah, it's fucking over. (laughs) Okay, we're full slamming them. Got it. Understood. I like Frankie. I know AJ didn't. I thought he was fine for his first game back. And I say I know AJ didn't because we talked about it before. The first wasn't goal me, like, wasn't great. To... First goal wasn't great. It was the also breakaway. a breakaway. Yeah. I get it. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to dunk on him for it, but he also gets beat short side. Sure. Yeah. He was fine. I, 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 he didn't cost the abs this game. Definitely. No. Definitely not on him. Uh, so there's a positive. That is. Do I win? Do you, I win you, the positivity? You've won the positivity prize, yeah, the pos- which positive. probably just I, means I gave up three goals. Chat's gonna hate on you. That's what the positivity prize is Perfect. tonight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, Megan, is there anything from first and second period that you wanted to zero in on? It sounded like you might have thoughts. No. No. <laughs> you know it's a bad night when even Megan's like, "No, this was just bad." <laughs> I'm trying to think there was something a second ago I thought of, but it might not apply to just the first and the second, so we can move on. Okay, so what applies to the third, then? Give me, give me a second. My brain is <laughs> uh, sad. You're fine. You're <laughs> fine. Uh, look, the Avs have not led a hockey game since they won the game in Edmonton in overtime. Their, their minutes of leading, I believe it was Josh in the chat, said they haven't been in the lead in a hockey game since the Vancouver game. Which I, they blew. I would hold on. I just really quick. I said. I said before the show started. I wasn't even going to read the chat tonight. For the record, I'm not being positive. Oh, okay, okay. I, you I, just I, found a positive. Yeah, thing. you asked yeah. for a positive you thing. Did. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and, and and again, I posted the picture of it last year. And I actually thought about it on the way in. <laughs> the abs have that sign that says "This is fun." <laughs> Hockey's supposed to be fun. Agent and I were talking about it downstairs with Mike. Montana Mike. Sports are fun. This uh, was not a fun they night. They did it a really good of making it not fun tonight. It's yeah. <laughs> not fun for the Avs right now, but again, just defending Stanley Cup champions. You, 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 I said a minute ago, it reminded me of Vegas last year. Vegas ran out of racetrack to get things right. The Avs have half a season. I, I, I stand by what I said two weeks ago. I think this team comes out of it. I do too. But, but yeah, the so effort, the, the I just don't give a shit about yeah, that tonight. No, not. But so what I was about to say was, but like, yeah. you watch this effort for tonight, and for me, it's not the effort for tonight. It's this effort coming off of everything that you've dealt with. Jared Bednar said it last week. Uh, I can't remember which game it was, but he said, "Hey, look, we need to be the more desperate team right now." I mean, that's no secret. It's not like the Avs are sitting in their locker room right now going, oh, we tried our best. They know right, they right. know this was bullshit. Right, right, they, right. They're fully aware. And it's, that's what I'm saying. It, tonight tonight was a poor enough effort that, like, what do you want me to say? Like, what, like you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a bad effort. It's, it's hard to find positives from tonight offensively, defensively, 
the, the chances the Avs did generate, it was a lot of missing the net. It was a lot of forcing pucks into lanes where there were sticks, legs, skates, all kinds of stuff. The, I, I tweeted it. The, the details just aren't there. There's, there's, the only fix to this is the Avs cleaning up their play. I think you got guys that are tired. I think you got guys that are worn down. But more than anything else, I think you have a team that has run into real regular season adversity for the first time in four years. For the first time in four years, things aren't, you know, everything's not coming up Millhouse right now. And they got to find a way to, to, to flip that momentum. And like I said, you, you got to find a way to mentally reset. You have the all-star break coming up in two weeks. You can't afford to wait two weeks to get time off. You, I, they have it, to find a way to turn the it, page, and that's the only thing that there is to do. It's just not that complicated. Do you believe the Avs can play better than this? Yeah. If yes, then just play better. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not rocket science all the time. It's not like here's their problem and they need to right. fix this exit. Just play better. Yeah. Everyone on this team can play better than they played tonight. You could even see it in the first. This is a team that's feeling the pressure. That first period, how many odd man rushes they give up? The first goal ends up on a breakaway because the Avs have guys diving below the dots in the first five minutes of the game because they feel they feel the pressure of not scoring right now. They feel the squeeze. They're now doing things that are outside of what they would normally it, do because they're, they're... I mean, the first goal happens specifically because Martin Kaut comes across and pressures the forward and Kale McCarr just like follows him up the ice right. instead of backing off. It's like they're pressing too hard. Kale McCarr doesn't need a coach to tell me fucked up. Like, he knows. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not it's not complicated. It just sucks. That's where I'm at with it. Did specifically as we get into the third period, want to talk about Miko Rantan tonight. Yeah, grow the fuck up. Okay. Fair enough. I this don't. Oldest, I don't disagree. This is the oldest he's ever been in his life today, <laughs> and he's acting like he's fourteen fucking years old. And, and Did mom take your favorite toy away? What the fuck are you doing? Two games in a row, you can't keep control of your shit, and you go and do something stupid. At very least, he's got to channel that anger into something more effective than Mad actively Nico hurting has never his team. been a positive yeah. thing, and now it's actively hurting them in a way that it hasn't before. I mean, it's two games in a row that he is he is pissed off, and he has. I, I think he's right in both cases. I don't JT know about Comfer, the second the JT one. JT Comfer got high sticked the other day. The at Comfer one, I agree. He gets elbowed in the face. That's, there's not a ton I think, there, man. I, he gets elbowed in the fucking I, face, I, man. I, I, I'm with AJ. I, I, I think he has every reason to be situations. upset, but you have to you have to grow up. And, and re right, regardless, like you can't see that you didn't get the call. Fuck off for the rest of the play, and then go yell to the ref when you get scored on. Exactly. Like, he goes over there and he's like, "Well, I don't know what he's trying to do. It's not defense. He makes no play on the puck." If you're going to go over there and you're going to try and body somebody because you're angry, at least you picked the guy with the puck this time. <laughs> and great, but he didn't do anything about it. And then as soon as the goal gets scored, he starts throwing a fit. You know who? You, you know what we saw last year? That was like the Pat Maroon special during the cup final. Yep. You're so upset about things that you, you can't control anymore that you let it derail your process. Just grow up, dude. He has to be. I mean, well, see, and that's why the I guy say, too often wears an A on his chest to be acting like that. That's why I said that this, you can tell that this the the frustration is just boiled over to a point where 
they're trying to figure out how to get the reins on all of it. And that's where, again, I'm not saying this is like the snap your fingers. Like, they are missing Gabe Landeskog. They, they are missing that, that leadership of the pour a bucket of cold water and everything, cool the temperature down. The abs have had, you know, there, there's been games where the refs have been called into question in the past. You've never seen Miko Ranton break, you know, break down like this. This team's pissed. They're frustrated, and they're trying, they, they can't figure out how to overcome it. And when you do that, or when you're in that area, you start looking at you're blaming the refs, and it's this, it's that call. You know, you get your head out of the game, and you're focused more on that. We talked about it in the Stanley Cup final last year. Why do we think the Abs, you know, came out ahead in that? Tampa Bay got caught up with the refs on every single play, and the Abs just played through it. They're struggling to do that right now. It's they have to find the identity they've had for the last five years. You got to push through. You're you're injured. You're banged up. You're whatever the fuck you want to say. You you got to find a way to push through the same way they had the last couple of years. I think they do it. I, I I think they they find the reset and they get going on the right track. Uh, but this was one that that should have been a layup. That like, hey, you don't need to be perfect tonight to still get a win, still get some points, back feeling good. They played this bad, and they still could have easily won this game. Yeah, and they almost got got a point out of it. Yeah, They have to decide that this is rock bottom. It's only rock bottom if they let it be. Like, they have to decide that this is is as low as it's going to get for them. Because if they don't take this seriously, if they don't don't take this as a sign of, look, there's no gimmies in the NHL, you're not good enough to just show up and get two points. You have to be dedicated to the right shit. You have to work hard. You have to care about details. You have to care about every shift. You have to take it seriously. Because what cost them, their three goals tonight, those are just three lazy shifts. Yep. You get, I mean, I I, I have no idea. The second goal blows my mind. Darren Helm has no you, legs left. Dude's just AFK. Curtis McDermott has skated all the way across the ice to change. So Brad Hunt is trying to now move from left to right, is pointing at Darren Helm and saying, take this guy. Yep. Darren Helm has nothing left in the tank and is like, okay, I guess. <laughs> and then Curtis McDermott, by the way, never changes. <laughs> yeah, he goes back. He goes back, <laughs> realizes, oh no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> now I'm going to venture back into the play. <sighs> the this, crazy- isn't, this isn't me... Coming down on one one guy, one no, whatever. It's, the whole it's team. just it's the whole team doing shit like it's this. It's just stupid hockey. It's stupid <sighs> and it's lazy and it's complacent and it is it is apathetic. And the lack of commitment to the details, the lack of commitment to shift by shift, trying to play the game the right way. They they disrespect themselves when they play this way. They 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 throw all of their talent out the window. When they try and be lazy like this, the NHL is too hard of a league to play like that. Megan, it's a joke. I see you're looking at the advanced statistics there. I'm not depressed enough. So, (laughs) what do you got for me? Um, nothing good. (laughs) The second period was heinous. Yeah, first and second, but especially the second, they didn't respect the competition. I think because it is Chicago, and it shows in how they start this game. AJ alluded to this too, but. They didn't view Chicago as a serious enough risk when they were, and they didn't take dangerous enough chances where they absolutely could on a goaltender who wasn't having a very good night. 
I don't personally think they created enough chances tonight. I'm very disappointed in the shot generation and selection from tonight. Because that's it used usually at least to these last few games where you see that the Avs are trying and they weren't and they had I don't want to demerit like Peter Mrazek, but they had more opportunity there than they have in a while. The the reality of the Avs problems over a lot of this stretch has been, you know what, they're not finishing well. They need to shoot better. They need either more competitive shots or more intelligent shots. One of the two. Gotta hit the net. Gotta hit the net. And <laughs> and there was some of that tonight. I, I will admit, that certainly Nathan McKinnon had multiple good chances that he just was not close to hitting the net on. But the much, much, much larger problem is to even get a decent opportunity, you have to win a puck battle. Time in and time out, the Evs go down into the offensive zone. Some guy pokes his stick at a puck, they lose the battle, and they just skate back down the ice particularly in that second period where the Avs just weren't generating anything because they weren't doing the work to generate it. Yeah, it's the work. The work is my thing. And, and look, I know these dudes care a lot. Of course. And, and, and I know that their mentality toward the situation as a whole and where they're at, standings, how the season has gone. I know they are not apathetic about that. I promise. Walk into that locker room with us a couple nights ago, and you understand just how much these dudes actually care about this and, and how much effort they are putting in. Now, having said that, again, what is, I think, the most puzzling part of this, going back to a little bit of what AJ said earlier about it has a, somewhat of the feel of, well, we can just show up. We are just good enough to show up. And again, you look at this abs team, and I know people, oh, it's not last year. No, but it's the same core, and it's the same coaching I'd, regime. So it, it's fair to draw I'd, parallels. I'd, look, I think the abs against this team probably are good enough to just show up if everybody's healthy. They probably right, get away with right. this. But that's not, they're but not healthy right that's now. That's not the case, They right. can't get away with that bullshit. Like, and on, on top of that, again, that's just not something that we've seen that we, we haven't seen them shy away from the work uh, in the past. You know, guys like Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, like those are not guys that are afraid to put in the work. Um, it, it's, again, I, I just keep coming back to this. They just aren't executing to their standard, and they look really frustrated. And everything that I think we're talking about is a product of that frustration, and they aren't channeling it in the right way. Even down to a guy like Miko Rantanen. Nathan McKinnon, you know, we all laugh when he gets pissed. Someone goes, oh, well, that sucks for the other team. They woke up angry Nate, and he channels it in the right way. The frustration has gotten to a point right now where Miko Rantanen's yelling at refs, Taking runs at guys and getting himself out of position. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've got the, the, the crystal ball, but someone in that locker room, I don't know if it's a players-only meeting or what, but they got to find a way to stop the bleeding and in a meaningful way and not just, well, we were... Like, honestly, had they won tonight, you know, had, had they scraped that out, that almost would have been like rewarding bad behavior. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't believe you got away with that because the yeah. game, like, you know, AJ's like, I, I, I'm, I'm scared for what's going to happen over there with AJ. <laughs> uh, but like, 
what's crazy about this is if that goal from Newhook stands and they end up winning, like nothing about the game changes. Like everything mm. is still true. It's still and, a horrible hockey game. And that's the part that they've got to get figured out is they got to string together consecutive good efforts. That's what I loved about that game at Edmonton last week. They had a horrible game in Vancouver. They come back. They put together a good 60 minutes, and they earned a win. They deserved to win that game. They did not deserve to win tonight, and they got what they deserved. And and I, I like what AJ said a minute ago. They have to decide, hey, this is as low as this season gets. We're, You know what? We are where we are. It is what it is. We haven't played well. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And we're, we're going we're gonna to commit to these details. We're going to commit to skating. We're just going to skate. We're, we're going to go back to skating everyone into the ground. And let's start there. That's, that's where, look, I get it. You're not going to have it every night, but you can work hard every night. You can put the effort in. And, you know, if it's a back-to-back and you run out of gas, you run out of gas, whatever. But they as a team need to decide, hey, we're actually going to play hard in hockey games. Yes. Yeah. And if they do, stop feeling, it'll solve a lot of their problems. And stop feeling sorry for themselves. Yep. Look, like that, like that's that, that that's what Miko's doing right now. And and I know that's not technically like a bounce, but you know, the the, the phrase we're talking about all the time. You make your own bounces, skating around like that, yelling at the refs. We were all making the joke up here. He just got done screaming at both officials. Yep. And then two minutes later, he needs them to <laughs> be on his side and say that he was pushed into a goalie. That is a great way to get two refs to say, you know what, this we're gonna, guy... We're going to call this one right, big. He, he's, he's out here just playing crazy. He's yelling at everyone. He's getting physical. He's poking and slashing everyone. I'll bet you he did do that on purpose. <laughs> no goal. You, you, you kind of get a lid on everybody. Uh, all right. On that note, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. When you bet $5 on any NHL team to win their next game, you get $150 in free bets. If you get all that money, then you can bet on other stuff. If you think this isn't rock bottom, bet against the Avs. Hey, did we not say to do say that? Say to take Chicago for insane plus money tonight? Right. Yeah. yeah. So If you did that, you had a much better night. <laughs> I mean... I feel like you're still emotionally distraught, but at least you made some money. I was going to say, <laughs> I'd be feeling great. <laughs> uh, anyway, go on over to DraftKings. You can bet on whatever you want. We were talking about crazy sports. Uh, we The most dangerous one we brought up was a street luge, I think, that used to be in the X Games. This game kind of felt like the Avs crashed in a street luge race. Uh, Hot Rod? Have you seen the movie? Hot I Rod? have. I seen love yeah. Hot Rod. Uh, safe for it'll be whiskey, whiskey when he's street luging. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, okay. Why do I say what? <laughs> <laughs> Please clear the wheels. <laughs> Why are you saying it like, like that? All time great movie. Where do you get off? Yeah. <laughs> great movie. Been drinking green tea all goddamn day. <laughs> That's yeah, what just, the abs need. They just, need some green tea. Just go watch Hot Rod. Yeah, the abs do need some green tea. Oh, do they? I don't know. They might need some <laughs> coffee with the effort levels that we're in tonight. <laughs> uh, do we have a 
Athletic Greens read? No, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> we don't, I, unfortunately. We, we teed you up for that It's perfectly. not Athletic Greens. Yeah. Uh, go over. I didn't even finish the DraftKings <laughs> read, first of all. <laughs> no, you never do, man. <laughs> Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. If you have a gambling problem, call one 800 522 We're also brought to you by Shady Rays, a new sponsor for us. Sunglasses are a thing that is good. Trust me, as someone who doesn't have, well, I got LASIK, so it's good eyesight now, but who didn't, the sun is bad for your eyes, if you didn't know this. You should probably wear sunglasses to protect yourself. Uh, Shady Rays, they got you covered with all your sunglasses needs. They got a bunch of amazing premium polarized shades. Great for the snow as well. If you're going up skiing, they will take care of all that snow glare that you can uh, you can deal with. They even have goggles if you're into those kinds of looks. Uh, check it out. I'm super excited. I know behind the scenes we're all putting in our orders. Uh, have you guys gotten your orders in? Uh, I did today. Reminded like 70 times. Yeah. Uh, there you yeah, go. We got pulled into it. We were th- among... We were two of the three people who had not done it <laughs> until today. So Jesse and I got a million Slack notifications. <laughs> well... I hope you bought the coolest sunglasses. I don't even they wear have. sunglasses. I I don't either, but I've been trying to start because I don't want to ruin my eyeballs. So I check have them out. Glasses, glasses. So it's kind of hard. So do you, AJ. <laughs> the best part, Shady Rays. If I you lose or break your pair like, of sunglasses, well. they'll send you a new pair. So they got you covered. Insured glasses, essentially. Uh, you can return them for free within the first thirty days if you don't like them either. So you gotta go check them out. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of this year. ShadyRays.com, use the DNVR code, and you can get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. You got to get in on it. Those sunglasses are like dirt cheap at that point. So go check them out. Go make yourself look cool in some sunglasses from Shady Rays. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the game-winning goal beyond Miko just completely losing his mind and not being effective. You get a weird miscommunication down low where Kale McCarr is kind of lost. JT just doesn't nothing. cover his guy at all. He's like standing there, but like, I'm not going to participate. Yeah. Good defense, fellow. I don't know. It's It's bad. Megan, I want to hear you rant about something, but you're just so calm about everything. No rants. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I wish you had control of the zoom from where you are. Just like a mm. nice slow zoom <laughs> pan. Would have been until she says something. Yeah. That's <laughs> what? So everyone Did else. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this then, Megan, because the rest of us seem fairly confident that the Avs will come out of this. Are you in that same boat, or is there are, are panic buttons lighting up? Well, the panic buttons definitely are lighting up, but I am just, like, I think everybody has... Confirmed Megan's panicked. ...different <laughs> qualifications for what concern means to them. I think I live in a state of concern at all times. So <laughs> I don't think me saying that I'm concerned suggests... I am concerned because I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. When I say that I'm concerned, it's because I've pinpointed things that are unacceptable. You can be concerned and still think they'll come out of it, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. So I, I absolutely have concerns because it is entirely in their hands whether or not 
they learn from this. And I can't anticipate if they'll make that decision or not. It's really up to them how they decide to respond to this game. And the talent we know is there. Once it's like it's past a, a point of just being about health, too. And that's why I have concerns. But that doesn't mean the same thing for me as I think it does for other people. I feel like we need like a an avalanche doll or like a something that we can just like shake. I need you to get to the end of this and have this sentence make a lot more sense than it has Because right you're now. like so angry at the abs and you need to blow off the steam because Megan said like, I have no control over what the abs do. Only they can make this better. So you get a little doll of the abs where you can just shake out all your mad energy all at right, them. That, that got better by the end. I didn't know where that was. I mean, I the other option is I say a blow-up doll. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and see that, and see, Rudo, that's where I thought you were going. I was like, okay, dealing with the stress in a different way. Look, if you really need to hate fuck the abs. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, one other thing I did want to talk about. Uh, called back goal. Are we all perfectly fine with that call? Uh, perfectly fine with I, it? I know I exaggerated no, a little bit there. But when we were up here watching it, I said, well, two things that I think it will stand are this and this. <laughs> but two things that I think it'll get called back are this and this. So really, that was, and I genuinely mean this. I, to me, that was as close to a coin flip on a goal interference. I mean, every goal interference is a coin flip at this point. But, like, again, I cannot help but think that, you know, Miko Ranton and being a little pissed that the refs didn't say on the phone with Toronto, yeah, you know, and this guy's hot. So I, I don't doubt that he was swinging away at the pad on purpose. Doesn't definitely didn't help his case. Didn't help his case. Of- uh, I, I was fine with that call going either way. Your standard flip a coin goal interference. Ha, ha, had it stood, I would have said, cool. They, they think Murphy pushed him in since it came back. They're saying, okay, they think that Miko is in control of his stick, pushing the pad. Uh, I, 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 I get where it comes from. Uh, Evan, uh, now of Colorado hockey now, uh, made the point on Twitter. If you're having to look at it for that long, probably not going your way. Yeah. Well, well, no, no. He was saying kind of the other way. If you're having to look well, at it for I, that long, you're unsure enough that you should I, go with the ruling on the ice. Yeah. That I, the longer it goes, I think the more likely it is to be overturned. I, but, I completely agree. Yeah. And, I think, I think reviews should be capped at 30 seconds. I see. I agree I with think, that. I also. think there needs yeah. to be a shot. Decision. I think there needs to be a shot, or a shot, whatever kind of clock you want to call it. For the coach to decide if he wants to challenge. I don't know how I that would have... I also agree with that. I don't know how yeah. that would have impacted it tonight. I mean, but just in general, I think that needs to change. They were standing at the yeah. bench, like... Asking him so, again and again. Kind of, like, yeah. They're not trying yeah. to hurry them up. They're not trying to drop a puck. They're not. They're just letting them take however many looks they want at it. This needs to, you speed it up. It, because it, this, the, the system is meant for egregious things, not for <laughs> things that you nitpick to death. The, it was the one last year in the final with John Cooper was where I was like, okay, you have to change this system where the ref went over to the bench, said, are you challenging? And he said, no, he pointed to center and then everyone on the bench started yelling. 
And and where I said this this can't keep going, this was the ref. There's an angle where he says, "Are you challenging? You have to tell me now, yes or no, yes or no." And he keeps yes asking or no. At a certain yes point, or it's no. no. It's like okay. okay, you said now eight seconds ago. So the answer is no because right. they didn't respond. And, and, yeah. and on the fifth yes or no, John Cooper went yes, and the goal got called back. I said that should not be allowed to happen. It's like when you're in Walmart and some kid is being a punk ass and his parents are like counting down, like get over here. Right, right, right. And they get to one five different times and yeah. you're like, yeah, this is really effective. Well, it's like the Domino's old 30-minute delivery guarantee. 30 minutes or your pizza's late. Mm. It's like there was nothing backing up that yeah, guarantee. Yeah. Like there's nothing backing up the threats from the refs <laughs> to to get your your challenge in yes or no. It's like this is a meaningless tell me now means hey, nothing. My pizza came 45 minutes late. That ah, sucks, bro. Damn, wow, 15 minutes late. Oh well, full price, please. That's why they stopped saying that. Ugh, yikes. All the way around. Uh we got a couple super chats to get to here. I have no issue with the goal being waved off. He pushes his pad. I, I, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Nathan McKinnon gets king of the game because he actually contractually obligated to have. Yeah, we actually have to make one. Uh, We can't have the king of the game be none of you fuckers deserve this. Man, two points. Good for him. He also (laughs) could have played a lot better. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty big crown. I don't know. It could have been tinier. Should have given him a really tiny crown. Yeah, baby crown for sure. Uh, it just wasn't good enough. Let's let's get to the super chats. Two dollars from the Schick who says, "I know we'll work it out, but man, is it frustrating." That that should have been the whole pod. Adversity is healthy if you let it be. Yep. If you do something with it, yep. that doesn't feel very healthy at this second, though. Nope. <laughs> Adversity always sucks when you're in it. It's the making the most out of it that defines you. Yeah. Uh, $2 from Degro, who says Miko was fighting players and ref all night. Yeah. I, I said it in the game. I said someone needs to pull him aside and tell him to figure it the fuck out because he can't keep doing that shit. You just can't. Uh, $2 from Vaguely Sober, giving us the usual sweaty boys. Uh, abs bad, PP bad, tacos good, wine good. I don't know if I agree about the wine. I do like tacos. I don't like wine. Tacos good. I'll I give like you that. I like some one. wine, as I learned. I'm a big champagne guy. I can get down with champagne. I just keep hold the orange juice on the mimosa. Just just, just bring the champagne. Oh, so you're an alcoholic. Well, let's let's keep going with the super chats. Let's just move on. Five dollars from Chris, who says final report from the arena that sucked. Chicago PK sniped the PP. Man, I don't think Chicago's no, PKs PK, didn't do shit. Yeah. They just stood there and watched the, the abs, abs with their just thumb up their ass. decided to be free to defend. Yeah, they, they got lucky. Bam. Uh, is Landy not even allowed in the locker room during home games? His leadership would go a long way. Josh with the $5. I mean, I'm sure Landy talks to the team all the time. I I just don't. He's around quite a bit. I don't. Like, I think people are way overblowing the impact of Landeskog's leadership. Yes, it can 100% help on the ice in games in certain moments. See, I actually think he'd be more helpful off the ice right now, for real. Look, I'm sure it matters, but Gabe Landeskog by himself can't make the entire hockey team try. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I, <laughs> That's uh, fine. Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I, you, you are correct. I just, I do think he is. 
I think you can't <laughs> us underestimate the power of good leadership. I, the other night, when they have a terrifyingly bad five minutes, those places totally see where sure. Landy's huge help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a night like tonight, where they're sure. just playing like sure. garbage, yep. don't see it as much. Yeah. I see it, because that's a guy that's going to go into the corners, and he's going to outwork three sure. guys yep. on his own and win a puck battle. And the rest of his bench is going to go... Right, he, that's what we should be doing. Gabe Landeskog is the rare. He both leads by example, verbally yeah. and by example. I, that's fair. That's a fair argument. I also believe that any of the Av stars should be capable of going and doing that. It's tough to do when you're too busy melting down all the time. Figure it out. Uh, $10 from KO who says, Mister, dear Mr. Joe Sackick, if you're watching, please sacrifice Sammy Gerard to the hockey gods for us to run it back. Well, we know he's watching because he watches every show. It's true. I don't think he's going to sacrifice Sammy Gerard to the I hockey gods. I think he's going to let Chris McFarlane do his job. Especially on a night where he really wasn't the problem? Yeah, watching half of chat spend the last 30 minutes talking about trading Sam Gerard oh. has been like, so you guys just... Or mad about Sam you Gerard. You just don't like Sam Gerard. You just didn't watch yeah. the game tonight. You can just stop the sense at mad. <laughs> Au revoir, haters. <laughs> Did you say any other words in French? Merci. Coucou. <laughs> that's I mean, that's more Something than I thought you were going to come <laughs> up with. On dude. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, and then another 10 from KO. Thank you very much. $10 from Matt, who says, Tank for Bedard, baby. JK, these games suck, but I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel for this team. We still have an excellent core. Thanks, guys, for always giving awesome coverage. Yeah, they're down bad right now, but I don't think one of us think they're staying that way. We uh, were talking about on the CHGO show yesterday, like, just if 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 the worst were to happen and the abs fell out and missed the playoffs, like could you imagine if no. could you I just couldn't. imagine if something like that just just how hilarious that would be because everyone know by the way, if the abs do what everyone in the chat is if the abs do miss the playoffs, hammer them to win the Stanley Cup next year. <laughs> For the same reason that like everyone who picked against Vegas at the beginning of this year, like it's like, no, nah, that's still a decent team over there. Like, if the abs, if, if the abs were to miss, I just think that'd be so funny if on like the 4% chance they landed Connor Bedard and then went right back I, to I just, think the chance of them getting Bedard is way lower than four. <laughs> but, no, I meant like whatever it ended up at. No, I got you. Literally yeah. in the. I think the fun scenario is that they like win a thing and they move up to their whatever spot they're, they're allowed to move up to. And they end up with Matvey Michkov. <laughs> and because they're the only team that is drafting in the top 10 that doesn't need that guy to come save their franchise for the next it's two It's just years. fine, yeah. And he waits three more years of breaking all these KHL records. And then he comes over and then the Avs have a nice little renaissance. <laughs> and he just replaces Miko one for one. Okay. Why would you replace? <laughs> yeah, you don't need to, man. He's on an ELC, bro. I'm just saying Miko's going to get signed for a lot of money in He's, about three years. Well, I mean, depends. <laughs> How many fits has he thrown in that time? I, probably as many as he wants if he keeps scoring the way he has this year. Uh, he hasn't been scoring since he's been throwing I hear fits. you. I hear you. But you think other NHL teams are going to care if he puts up 40 every year? Anyway, $10 from Noel. Noel? Noel, I never know how yeah, to say that. Noel. Name. Okay. 
this My game. Middle name. I've heard some people prefer Noel. That's all. Uh, this game, out of all the losses recently, broke my heart. I hope every Avs fan takes a moment to vent, then do some self-care. This sucks, guys. Love to the DNVR crew for breaking it down. Uh, are we breaking it down, or are we breaking, breaking down? down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting it all out on the show, and then when I get home, it's done. Yeah, then you move on. Yep. Tomorrow's brand new my, day. You don't carry that shit with you. My back is breaking, dude. My mattress is too soft. Get a get told. a firmer mattress. What kind of mattress you got? It's a memory foam, and Hannah loves it, and it makes me want to really See, jump this is out of a second window. person that said this, and I'm like, memory foam has been a godsend for my back. Oh God, dude, I it has I, helped my back so much. I have man. to belay on every morning yeah. just to pull myself out of the fucking <laughs> molten the lava hot yeah in, fucking yeah. divot in the in this mattress, and I'm <laughs> dude, I, my back is just screaming the you first part of every bed. day. Fuck, dude. Uh, $20 more from KO, who says, AJ, Jeez. will you sing this for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You oh, got your okay. answer. I, I don't think my voice goes high enough to sing that. Hey. If I was drunk, I would do it. Yeah, we know. No. we know. What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't have a ton more for you, chat. This game sucked. And we were talking about you at the game the other night, Megan and I, all good things. We were just laughing. We, you're just so you're you crack me up. The shit you say is so funny. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm being dead serious. Sounds so backhanded. No, it wasn't. I, I genuinely mean that. Like, I don't know if she means them to be funny, but some of the shit she says just cracks me up. It's like it's genuinely funny. <laughs> uh, we love you all. We hope you found at least a little bit of room to vent with the show tonight. Like, I just finished my anger run. Now I got to sleep off the depression. You're you're gonna look at me in with a straight face and say that's not fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is that is so funny. I don't think sleeping off the depression is the right way to get rid of your depression. But no, no, yeah. no I, I, tell, I tell you, sleeping Avery, off depression. I was there. It was not bad. That's yeah. the that's the path to deeper depression. Yeah, that's. I don't know, everybody's depression is different. We were just talking about being addicted to sadness a couple days ago. How depression just like, hey, no, just do this. You'll feel better. Then you wake up two hours later like, oh, fuck. I should have just gotten up and gone and done blank. And you feel even worse. And it's just this horrible cycle. And yet our dumb asses will be here for the next Avs game no matter what. So well, I'll we be have here. to talk about this shit again tomorrow afternoon. You're not wrong. We already kind of blew the... Wait, what's tomorrow afternoon? Let's let's we have a pod. Talk oh. about something else, pod this week. Oh. It's true. We got to talk about hockey. We can talk about the rest of the league, though. I trust only you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're say out hi, of here. Be say hi next time. Before Come. we dig ourselves deeper than the Avs have dug themselves, we're leaving. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow, one p.m. Be there. Be mad or happy. I don't care. <laughs> Bye.